0: Assalamu alaikum. It is Thursday the thirteenth of June uh, 13th of January 2022. And uh, in our series Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number 293. These days we, uh, we are discussing. Uh, Chapter 2 Al-Baqarah or the Cow, verse 97 and we are looking at the meanings of the words of this verse of the Quran and this is the seventh broadcast in that sub-series. Just to remind you that uh, these broadcasts are brought to you by the Lahore M.D.A. community which was established by Hazrat Mirza Ghalib Ahmad the Promised Messiah and Mahdi, and he told that all the Muslims want to bring either another new or an old prophet after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, the Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet was Khatamun Nabiyeen and the Holy Prophet explained that by saying La Nabiya there is no Prophet after me. So now no Prophet can appear, whether an old one or a new one. However, the Holy Prophet also said that uh, when there is a need for reform, God will appoint reformers, Mujaddidin. Who will call for reform of Muslims' beliefs or their uh, um, <coughs> actions, etc. That really, an attempt at reform will lead to uh, disagreement. And the Holy Prophet Muhammad saw this. And uh, while calling a difference of opinion amongst Muslims a blessing, he also warned that people are keen to start calling each other Kafirs and this and that and heretics and but he said the Holy Prophet Muhammad said that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima that you are a kafir, a heretic out of Islam then it is the person saying it who is the heretic and uh, Hazrat mm-hmm. Muzah Ahmed Sahib also taught us that although people say some parts of uh, prophetic revelation were missed out from the Holy Quran such as Ayah Rajam and Surah Valayat But, this is wrong. God said that He revealed the Holy Qur'an and He shall guard it. So, nothing can be missing from it. God, the God is its protector. And uh, (coughs) also people say that uh, uh, verses of the Holy Qur'an are abrogated. Some people say up to over 500 verses have been abrogated. But Hazrat Mirza Mehmed, the promised Messiah, and Hazrat Maulana Muhammad Ali, they proved that no verse of the Holy Quran was, is, or ever shall be abrogated. Al-Nasr Muhammad also said that jihad is a fundamental duty, a fundamental duty of every Muslim. But jihad is defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad, who, when returning from fighting, said. From the minor jihad we now return to the major jihad and then explain that the major jihad is a struggle to control your own desires and emotions, especially wrongdoing for popularity or gain. And every Muslim is duty-bound to conduct this 24 hours a day, fight with our our souls, our inner selves, to try and be better people. Okay, let us now go to the verse of the Holy Quran that we're talking about. Chapter 2 Al-Baqarah Oh, the cow, verse ninety seven. Aw, Billah, he mean a shay, one rage. rahim. Man called a don't be is in the We say whoever is an enemy to Gabriel. For surely he revealed He revealed it to your heart by Allah's command. Verifying that which is before it, and a guidance and glad tidings for the believers. So today we will uh, look at these two words Yadai and uh, Hudan and I hope that uh, the next broadcast we will be able to complete um, the consideration of words of this chapter Okay, so let us Go to the computer. <clears throat> the first word, its triliteral root is Ya, Dal, Ya, and uh, it occurs in the Holy Quran a hundred and twenty times. and its basic meaning we know is hand. But uh, it's used, metaphorically used in uh, many different ways. It's no different from English, is it? We say, "He he held up his hand, so what does that mean? That he's going round like this? No, it doesn't. It means that um, he admitted to something, whatever it was he'd done. And this, this is the same in Arabic. It's just that um, there are a lot more meanings. So, uh, chapter five, verse eleven, Holy Quran says, "Is huma almu ayyab sutu ilaiku aydiyahum fakaffa aydiyahum amnu." When a party <coughs> decided they'll raise their hands on you and he stopped their hands. Obviously it means that someone wanted to attack another group and God stopped them. So it can also be, it can also mean to control something so that you can let go of it uh, in chapter 2 verse 237 the holy quran says illa ayyaqfu yaqfuna aw yaqfu allazi bi yadihi aqdatu But, if women let go of their maher, so, but then or men who have in their hand the marital contract. So, it could be literal They've got the marital contract in their hand, but it, it also means that uh, <coughs> it is in the man's hand to pay the uh, the meher. Just to remind you that uh, at the time of marriage, a man is required to settle a part of his property on the woman, it becomes the woman's property. And uh, um, they can negotiate, and it can be anything. I remember when we first came to the UK, people used to say, Well, this is not very romantic, that you know, you are haggling over uh, the terms of the marital contract. And uh, I simply now ask, What are prenups? Why are people getting prenups? That uh, if we get divorced, I'll get this and you'll get that, and so on. And it's the same thing, it's just that uh, yeah. <clears throat> the West has come to this realization after a lot of uh, suffering. Anyway. Um, the same word is used to mean a miser. Someone who's mean, who doesn't like parting with his possessions. And uh, referring to God in chapter 5 verse 64 the Holy Quran says, Baqalatil Yahudu Yadulahi Moglulatun Hullat Aidee Walu Walukinu, Bima Kalubal, Yadahu, Mabsu, Mabsu, or Pop Tan. Chapter five, sixty four. Sorry, I appear to be losing my voice. And the Jew says that God's hand is tied to his neck or God's hand is tied meaning that he is a miser and it then says their hands will be tied because God, his hands are open that means he is generous, he gives I mean, if we take the qualities Rahman and Rahim, (coughs) God gives us millions of, trillions of good things without our deserving them. What did we do to deserve sunshine, clean air, clean water? And thousands upon thousands of other things, nothing. And yet, whether you believe in a God or not, whether you abuse him or not, whatever, he doesn't deprive a person because uh, that person is not a Muslim. He doesn't shut the tap off and say, "No more, no more fresh air for you, mate. No more clean water for you." You are not a Muslim, as human beings do. Human <coughs> beings of any religion, I am a Muslim, I am using that as an example, but in many places there are people belonging to other religions who say the, the same thing. In Israel, Jews say the same thing to, uh, uh, to Muslims, to Palestinians when Corona vaccination was invented and it was made available, they said, well, we're not going to give Arabs and use this vaccination. I guess they were hoping that Arabs will contract uh, COVID-19 in greater numbers and die and make the Israelis' job easy for them. But anyway we digress, um, <coughs> in the same way Ayyada is used in the Holy Quran to mean help someone. And we see this in English as well don't we, you are doing something and it's hard going and you know some relative or friend comes and uh, or even strangers, you're trying to push a car and you're having a hard job and you say to a stranger, you know, excuse me, mate, give us a hand with this. Um, and it's exactly the same thing. biruhil kudus When I help you with the Holy Spirit, It's also used to mean falsehood. For verily, lazina yaktubunal kitababi aidihim, chapter two, verse seventy-nine. It is sad that they just make up things and uh, write them with their hands and um, <coughs> again hand but it also means majesty, power, strength In the Holy Quran says Ulil wal absar," chapter 38 verse 45 those who had power in fact, it literally means those who had hand and eyes, but uh, it's actually referring to those who had power and foresight. In chapter 38, verse 17, the Holy Quran says, Was da Remember my servant David. He was a mighty person. It can also mean a gift. حَتَّى to تُلْ Ay اَنْ يَدَنْ wahum fahirun Until they are brought love and with their own hands they gave jizya. Here, Aiyadin can also mean the favor, the blessing that these people will get by getting safety and security in their own homes. So, (coughs) and God says that uh, he, God uses the word uh, to mean his support and help. Um, and uh, all ya Allah or friends of Allah are also called Ayyidillah hands of Allah. Why? Because in chapter 48 verse 10 referring to the bath that the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa'alehi wa sallam took. The Holy Quran says, إِنَّ اللَّذِينَ يُبَايِ إِنَّمَا يُبَايِ اللَّهَ يَدُ اللَّهِ فَوْقَ Those who take your bath, those who are swearing the oath of allegiance on, on your hands, God's hand, is on their hand. So hey God is saying that the Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa hand is God's hand. And those who are taking the oath are actually oath of allegiance and doing it on God's hand. And uh, <coughs> there is a hadith and, and, and that says, uh, uh, I was going to say something else, but I changed my mind. But there is a hadith where uh, it is said that um, by extra prayers, by extra devotions, a servant becomes near to me, and he becomes dear to me. And then when he becomes dear to me, then I hear with his ears and I see with his eyes and I am the hand with which he grasps something It's a disputed at least but I'm relating it here to make a point Chapter 36 verse 71 "Mimma amilat aidina the things that we made with our own hand, obviously God doesn't have hands with which you, you know, like we do. Elsewhere, the Holy Quran says, you know, he says, uh, happened and it happens. So why does he need hands? Obviously it's a metaphorical use. Lima Halatu I made this person with my own hands. So, again, this is not uh, uh, literal. It's also used for people who are skilled in something, um, you know, um, <clears throat> and it's also used for. To to uh, to show um, a regret. When suketafi and when they regret it, literally they rub their hands or rub their hands. So which is people say a sign of regret. In many languages, this proverb, this term is used. Um, for this. And uh, one last example is chapter 14, verse 9. <inaudible> and uh, they put their hand over their mouths, not their own, the Prophet's mouths. And uh, there are two interpretations. One is that Uh, they didn't want to hear the truth because they didn't didn't want to accept it so they put their hands on the prophets' mouths and the other one is um, that uh, uh, you know um, they threw the prophets' words back on their faces meaning that they did not accept the teaching, the guidance that they had uh, uh, brought. So here some people say that Ai means, rewards, blessings. So these people humiliated and insulted the prophets by throwing these things in their face, and that is rejecting their teaching. Okay, the next word, (coughs) Huda is easy in a way and its uh, root is Ha, Dal, Ya and it occurs 316 times in the Holy Quran as Twelve different words. So twelve different words made up with these uh, uh, occur in the Holy Quran. Hundred and forty-four times. Uh, there's the verb hada, and eighty-five times the noun hudan, and forty times aftada or ikhtadar really, 40 times, and then 17 times, mohtadul, and then 7 times as had, and 7 times as huti, and 7 times as akhda, and and so on. And uh, it can be verb to guide as in fateh chapter 1, verse 6 <inaudible> Guide us So this is the doing word. You are asking God to do something. And then in chapter two, verse twenty-six, God says, "Yudil bihi kasiran, kasiran wa yahdi bihi kasiran wa ma yudil bihi illa illa al fasikin." He guides, and again, "Unni Allahil masriki, masriku wal maghribu yahdi min yasha'u illa." Siratin Mustaqeem. Siratin Mustaqeem. He guides. So this is the verbal use. Doing something. Doing the guiding. But then the same word is also used as a noun. As a noun. Guidance. Or guide. in, As in person who guides i'm trying to look for example here now chapter 4 verse 51 let's see what that says ha ulai amanu sabila better guided So that's a noun. Someone who's better guided. Aw takulu law aningna unzila alainal kitab lakuna ahdah ahdaya minhu. Better guided. In other places, it's better guidance. Be ahdaya. better guidance. Then another noun is made from this and this refers to the sacrificial animal. As in chapter 2 verse 196 Fa in sorry, minal hadi, an animal for sacrifice. So that is obviously a noun. And the Holy Quran uses this word many times as, as offering as well, offering or a gift as well. Uh, and then, noun in the sense of guidance, hud lil hud la raiga fi lil muttaqin a guidance right at the very beginning of the holy quran chapter 2 qul inna hudallahi allazti guidance And of course, it's used for. I'm looking for an example a guide yeah? here. we are, a gift. Wa inni mursilatun ilayhim bi hadiya. Hadiya is also a word of Urdu. So when you go and buy purchase a copy of the uh, Holy Quran, they say, you know, they don't say what's the price, they say what's the hadiyah? I'm gifting you this money because the Holy Quran is regarded as being priceless, so he's doing you a favor and you're giving him a gift in return as thanks. Okay, as I said, it also means guide, uh, uh, etc. And uh, with that, I take my leave of you with the prayer that in wherever you may be, may Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Tomorrow is uh, Friday, Friday. Uh, So at 1 o'clock, we'll have the Friday um, Khutbah, Friday service. And then on Saturday, we'll be broadcasting on the WhatsApp group, your discussions. And then, uh, of course, next week, we'll go back to these broadcasts. And as I said, in the meantime, with the prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, May Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz and goodbye.